Support for Troy Public Radio comes from Sunshine Behavioral Medicine, providing specialized psychiatric treatments of bipolar disorders and PTSD. More information at sunshine2000.com. Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. For Arbor Week, Grover Plunkett of Montgomery joins us by Skype to talk about how his North Alabama cattle farm also became a tree farm. Grover Plunkett, thank you so much for joining us today by Skype here at In Focus. Thank you for having me. Grover, you have a family story that hits a lot of different angles. First of all, let's let the listeners know that you're a cattle farmer. You have a cattle farm in North Alabama. Tell me about your farm and the new direction it took. Well, our farm, the the place where we all grew up up there, was uh, settled by my great-great-grandfather and his three sons somewhere between 1870 and 1880. They were all farmers. They had large families and were all very close. And so um, the land that we farm today was a part of those farms from way back then. So we have really, really deep roots there in Coleman County in that area. Now you've sort of turned into a tree farmer. How did you make that transition? Well, it's sort of the same way that my grandfather and father made transitions. Um, All of our ancestors were cotton farmers initially, and then by the 1960s, cotton was not doing so well, and my dad, Doc Plunkett, he transitioned to chicken farming. And then after about 40 years, he and my brother, Eugene, decided that chicken business is just not doing what it's supposed to do, and they transitioned to cattle. And I had to make the same decision about 2017 when the beef business began to decline a little bit, and I told our family we really need to seek some new streams of income and look at the land set-asides or subsidies, grants, conversion capital, something that can transition us from beef into some sort of a complementary product or timber or something of that nature. So my daughter, Rebecca, discovered World Tree. And two weeks later, they were here talking trees to us. And next thing you know, we planted 20 acres. So it's all about economy and the sustainability of your farm, and that's how we ended transitioned into the, into the tree business. You're talking about the Polonia tree that's originally from China, and there are three species of this tree. One is invasive, another is questionable, the third is what you've planted. So what was that species? Well, the Elongata is a tree that we've been producing, and, and that tree is produced from a root culture, that creates a sterile seed pod so that everything that we're planting is not invasive. It's going to produce the trees that we're looking to produce, but it doesn't spread around via seeds that are being blown everywhere, transferred by birds or whatever. So we're very comfortable with this tree. It's it's not shown any signs in the last five years of being invasive in our property whatsoever. And Grover, it has a unique characteristic, it eats up carbon. Yes, it is going to sequester 11 times more carbon than any other tree in the world, drawing down as much as three metric tons of carbon annually per tree. So we're planting 110 to 160 trees per acre, 
with plans to plant something close to 2,000 acres, we will be offsetting the carbon footprint of every farmer in East Coleman County. A lot of people say this tree looks like a catalpa tree. Do you agree with that? It does look like a catalpa tree. In fact, when we started planting these things and the folks saw them growing, of course, stopping by and asking us what it is we're doing out there. It looks a lot like that tree, though. You're exactly right. It's interesting to find out that President Jimmy Carter is into this. Can you explain that? Yeah, uh, President Carter had about 15 acres of these trees that he planted several years ago. And the folks at World Tree approached him about buying his trees and creating a nice promotional product from the lumber for his trees. And so uh, they contacted a, a guitar manufacturer and have produced a presidential series guitar made from the trees that harvested in Plains, Georgia on President Carter's farm. President Carter has a real close contact with the polonia tree as well. I think I and everyone at World Tree are very proud of that product that's been produced. And Grover, from what I've read, Japan highly values these trees. It's a big export market to Japan. Why is it so highly valued over there? I think it mainly is because it was considered a tree of royalty. In some places, it's called the royal empress or the tree of royalty. There's a deep cultural history to the Polonia and Japan and um, and other Asian countries, for that matter. The wood has a beautiful grain. It's a beautiful tree when it's matured. It has all the characteristics of royalty when you see this tree. Beautiful. Back to the diversifying that you've been doing Are there any disadvantages to this hybrid tree, this Polonia elongata? Disadvantages. I've not discovered one yet. If there is a disadvantage to it is that we try to keep our cattle off of areas planted with these trees for the first two years so they're mature enough that we can put our cattle with those trees. So it takes our pasture land out of production for a couple of years. You know, that is just a calculated cost-benefit decision one has to make rather than a disadvantage, but that's the only negative that we've experienced with it. One of the great things about this tree is its durability. When you plant this tree, it may appear to die in drought conditions, and we've been concerned a number of times that these trees had actually died on us. But as soon as it gets a little bit of water, it just sprouts and grows like crazy, and we've been really surprised and encouraged by just how durable and drought resistant that it has been and that's been a really important benefit to our farm also from what i've read grover this tree empress splendor mitigates 11 times the carbon of most trees the blossoms provide nectar for low fructose honey 30% stronger than pine, the tree itself. So as you and I have discussed, there are two other species of this tree that people really need to be aware of because one is indeed an invasive, mm-hmm. which the USDA can tell you all about. It's called the princess tree or the polonia tomentosa. And then the other one is... Fortune eye? Yeah, the dragon tree, the fortune eye, is questionable as far as whether it's invasive or not. So you have to be careful where you plant these things. Yeah, the thing to do with anything is do your homework or either find someone that you trust who has done the homework. Unfortunately for us, the folks at World Tree have years of experience investigating this and planting the tree and developing it. 
so that it is not invasive and that we're not steering farmers in the wrong direction. And so you have to find the experts. You have to do your homework and make sure that this is the kind of thing that you want for your particular farm. I would go so far as to say this as well. You don't have to have a thousand acres to be involved in this program. You can have as little as 15 acres and plant these trees and get involved with carbon sequestration and making some money from planting the trees. Uh, There is a farm in Dallas County in in the Selma area that uh, has planted these trees and doing well. They're recognized as one of the best world tree farmers. While we have to be in the agribusiness to survive, the thing that we're trying to preserve is agriculture of our farming communities, especially for Alabama for the last you know, 200 years. We're the most diversified agricultural state in the country. If we can maintain that and maintain our culture as an agricultural state, I think we've done a, a tremendous service for future generations. Well, I want to thank you for your time, Grover, and it's interesting that you turned from a cattle farmer to a tree farmer, and you're mitigating some of the carbon emissions in the process. Well, thank you for uh, taking the time to do this. I, I really appreciate it. Joining us by Skype for Arbor Week in Alabama was cattle farmer turned tree farmer Grover Plunkett of Montgomery. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio. Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change.